Hi, Greg Perry, the Historic Preservationist. Welcome to episode 407. Um, we're going to talk about building a, a specific piece of furniture now, something extremely common in the d development of um, you know, 18th century, 17th century America, the tavern table. Uh, you know, found in inns and taverns used for drinking cards, uh, church sermons, um, uh, military exercises. These tables remained plain. These tables were often painted with a milk paint uh, to give them a little bit of decoration. But let's talk about how to, uh, you know, do some of the joinery around one of these tables. So a tavern table is a little, is quite little and low, with a low stretcher to get your feet off all the drafty and the dirty floors below. The small tavern table is a good store for any novice furniture maker. It's a simple job with a little mortise and tenon work, a little turning. As in all such work, we will cut the joints first before turning the legs to prevent the rough handling necessary for mortising from tearing up the turnings. And, as with all mortise and tenon work, the mortising gauge is the key to good layout. So, make the legs of pine, planing them up to one and three quarter inch square billets. The large sections will look better if the rings of the wood are diagonal to the facets. This will give some of the nice edge grain to all the surfaces. Lay out the length of all the mortises at once by squaring across all four legs as you hold them together on the bench. Set the two points of the mortising gauge to the width of the mortising chisel. Let's uh, do a three eighths of an inch and to offset from the outside faces of the legs. I have set the rails flush with the faces of the legs, but you may find it more attractive to inset them one-eighth inch or more. For the heavier mortises in the timbers of the lathe and the loom, it was easiest to remove a lot of the wood with the auger. For small mortises like this, it is faster to do all the work with a mortising chisel. Start the chisel a little bit in from the ends of the mortise and drive it in. Move it along a little and drive it in again, repeating until you close to the other end. Work your way back down again and pry out the chips. Because these two mortises converge within the leg, you should cut the first one only where it begins to intersect the second mortise. So the, the one that you have not yet cut, that is. If you were to cut the first mortise to full depth, you would leave a hollow under the chiseling of the second mortise and cause splintering when you break through to the exterior surface. So we don't want that to happen. Finally, trim the ends of both mortises with a single vertical cut levered into the corner. So let's, let's do the rails. Although the lower rails are plain rectangles and the upper rails receive a molding under the lower corner, whether you use a molding plane or a scratch dock, you may want to go ahead and mold the whole length before you cut the stock into four pieces. Start using the molding plane at the far end of the piece and slowly work your way back as the molding takes shape. When you have molded the stock and cut it into the right lengths, hold the appropriate pairs together and lay them out on the tenon shoulders as one. So the layout of and joint cutting is easier 
and much more accurate on, on unmolded rectangular stock. So do it at this point. So you should judge each job as to whether molding first will save you any work over molding the individual pieces after the joints are all cut. So adjust the offset of the mortising gauge, if necessary, and scratch the thickness of the tenons around the ends of all the pieces, being sure always to gauge from the face side. Saw the shoulders and cheeks of the tenons, then miter the ends with a chisel, so that both of the converging tenons can use a full depth of their prospective mortises. This is the same equalization of length that made the wonderful one-hoss shea last so long. So let's talk about turning, which we uh, had an episode a few back of the lathe. Once all of the mortise and tendon joints are fitted, you can go ahead and turn the legs on the lathe. One easy way is to find the center of square stock. Usually, you draw diagonals connecting opposing corners. It is to use a single tooth gauge set to approximately half the thickness of the stock. Gauge it on the end grain from all sides and you will have the center well defined. Once the work is spinning in the lathe, you make your first cuts with a skew chisel at the intersections of the square and round sections. This first deep cut will keep you from splintering off the corners of the square sections as you turn the round sections. I can't emphasize this enough, it's very important. So if you have not done enough wood turning to, confident, to confidently shape the pieces by eye, make either a paper pattern or find an existing leg to copy. Dividers and calipers will bring precision to your work by locating and setting the diameter of salient points down the length of your work. Into the initial cylinder, you simply make a series of sizing cuts at each shoulder, high point and low point of the pattern with a parting tool. Once these dimensions are set and the shape locked in, you finish the shapes with the gouges and skew chisels. After turning, reassemble the joints, draw bore and peg them, and there you have the frame at last. So let's, uh, let's talk about the top. The tavern table top is usually small enough that it can be made from a single piece. And it's easier said than done. I mean, it can be made from a single piece, but if you can get a piece 16, 18, 20 inches wide, which is still available to, today uh, from specialty Sawyers, and this can be found throughout uh, what I'm familiar with, Berks County, Pennsylvania, through Lancaster and Lebanon counties, and maybe even a, a few Sawyers in Chester County. They have the ability to cut stock this wide. So all you need to do is to mold the edges, again using either a scratch stock or a molding plane. Take care to mold the end grain of the first top. The end grain is always likely to break out at the end, but if the broken ends will later be taken away when you mold the long grain, it matters not. The best way to join a, a cheap tavern table top to the frame is by nailing it down through the top. If this is too crude for your taste, try boring some angled holes up through the inside corners of the top nails. That will enable you to fasten them to the top with unseen screws. Nails, crude nails, are the most common solution. So, um, so here talking about, uh, you know, the way we also want to use is high glue, 
um, traditionally speaking, um, if you don't have high glue available and this is one of your first woodworking projects, you may want to use a white glue, list such as Tight Bond or um, Elmer's called alphatic resins. And uh, the uh, Tight Bond has a, a brown glue and a, actually a cherry colored glue. So when these glues dry, they, they tend to match closer to the wood's use, if that's the case. And you're going to use a draw pin or bore pin, um, which we term as pegs. And again, offset that peg like a 16th or uh, 16th or a heavy 16th of an inch to pull everything tight. And you may want to, uh, what I would prefer to do is to use a water stain, come up with a color, use it on a sample, and uh, use water stain. But you may want to go over the top, uh, with this top we talked about with a hand scrub plane to give it a more, uh, you know, a more primitive look. And also a lot of these tables were painted and they were they were painted with milk paint so um, you know milk paint is inexpensive you know for eight or ten dollars you can get a small bag at say a woodcraft supply or some other suppliers directly and uh, it's very easy to use and talk to the people that sell it they, they'll show you how to seal it and, and put an ice wax finish if you desire a little bit of a sheen so and it comes in a multitude of colors and you can actually mix your colors of milk paint so um, anyway, so that's it for our, uh, our beginner's tavern table. Greg Perry, the Historic Preservationist, signing out. Thanks for listening. Uh, tell your friends if they're interested in building a, a very beginning piece of furniture with more innocent and joinery. Thanks for listening.